Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Jonathan Burnus leads an organization called Jewish Voice Ministries International that reaches the scattered tribes of Jewish people around the world. Throughout history, the Jewish people have been driven out of Israel to many parts of the world. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid in many countries that have communities of Jewish people while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Savior and Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care all free of charge to some of the most impoverished people in the world. In Genesis 12:3, God promises to bless those who bless the Jewish people. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. And now, here's Jonathan Burnus. Hey, it's, it's harder than it looks for me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, I think of the scripture every time I blow that. Blow the shofar, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy mountain. You know, that's a warning. That's a warning to be alert, to be awake, and to be ready to fulfill God's plan. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, today I'm going to continue looking at Israel and Jerusalem in last day's prophecy and try to answer the question, is a lasting peace possible in the Middle East? You know, there's been so many efforts to try to bring peace to the Middle East, to try to bring peace between Jew and Arab, between Israeli and Palestinian, and every effort has failed. Every effort. Isn't it also interesting that there's so much attention on Israel, a little sliver of land about the size of New Jersey, but it's in the news every day. Eight million, Jew and Arab together, about eight million in population, but you hear more about Israel than major nations like India and Brazil and Nigeria. This is a land that has no natural resources to speak of, no oil found yet, right? This is not a, um, a military, a very important military uh, strategic location. Jerusalem is off the beaten path, yet this is the most contested real estate in the world. More conflict swirls around Israel and Jerusalem than any piece of land on the earth. Isn't it strange? It's not so strange, though, when you read the Bible and you discover that Jerusalem is the very bullseye of God's redemptive plan for the whole world. That Israel is the focal point of end time prophecy. So the Bible speaks of other nations, but it, when it comes to the conflict in the last days, it's all swirling around Israel and the Jewish people. You can't understand the last days 
without understanding Israel and Jerusalem and how critical this nation and these people are to a plan that God created before the foundation of the world. It's an amazing thing to think that we live in the greatest time in world history. There's no other time that I would rather live in the more I understand that we are living in the days of the final wrap-up, the days immediately preceding the return of the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus to this earth, and we get to be part of it. Isn't that great? Are you being used by God? Do you understand the opportunity that God has given you, the doors that God wants you to go through to fulfill his eternal plan? It's amazing. Sure, there's great conflict, there's great turmoil, there's great uncertainty in the world today. One day the stock market goes up 400, the next day it goes down 350, and then shoot, it's, it's a roller coaster. There's economic uncertainty, there's political uncertainty. Every day there's some new headline. There's a mass shooting and there's been some terrible mass shootings in America in recent days. The world is in turmoil but in the midst of that, we have hope. Yes. We have faith. We have the message for a world that is looking for hope. We have the answer. Now let's talk about the conflict a little bit. Let's shift over and look at Israel, look at Jerusalem, see all this conflict swirling around because we are in the last days. And this is one of the great signs that we're in the last days. Israel being restored to their land, Jerusalem being restored as the capital of Jerusalem, the alignment that America has made by placing their embassy in Jerusalem is amazing. I don't know what it means for America, but I believe it's a blessing. But the root of the conflict goes back very, very far. I was sharing it on the last program on this topic. It goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 16. I want you to understand how complex this issue is and why no plan has succeeded yet. It goes back to the story of Abram and Sarai before they were Abraham and Sarah. And God calls Abram to leave everything behind in Genesis chapter 12 and go to a land that he would show him. And if he would be obedient, God would make him into a great nation. God promises him a child, a son, and he says that this, the son will be born through his barren wife, Sarai. So 10 years go by. For 10 years, they've been trying to have a child without success. And now Sarai decides it's time. I'm frustrated. I have a solution. And she chooses Hagar, one of her maidservants, to marry her husband to fulfill the promise of God. And Hagar has a child. And then Sarai, if you read the story in Genesis chapter 16, she becomes really upset at Abram for her idea. And Abram says, who doesn't like conflict, says, do what you will. And Hagar is banished from her house and sent into the wilderness. And she's wandering through the wilderness, trying to make it back to her home of Egypt. And she's in despair. And God comes to her and he gives her a word that she's pregnant but she, and she'll give birth to a son. And let's pick it up there. It says in verse 11, you'll give birth to a son and you'll call his name Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your mystery. 
Literally, God hears. God, is, God hears you. And then God declares a prophecy, gives a prophecy over the child in her womb. He will be like a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand against him. He will live in hostility towards all his brothers. That's the origin of the conflict. Ishmael becomes the father of the Arab nations. Now, I need to say God loves the Arab people as much as he loves the Jewish people, and he wants none to perish and all to, have ever, to come to everlasting life. But this conflict is deep. This conflict is old. This conflict is a family feud against brothers. You know, we do DNA tests at Jewish Voice, Jewish Family Finder. You know who has the most similar DNA to Jewish people? Arabs. Because if you, if you look back to Genesis chapter 16, Ishmael and Isaac are brothers in conflict from the very beginning. And you have this prophecy that there'll never be peace, but there can be peace. And there's only one peace plan that will work. I'll talk about that in a moment. So the conflict is very old. The conflict is ancient, and I don't believe that there's any human solution to this conflict. And the conflict rages. It rages through Hamas. It rages through Hezbollah. It, raises, it, it rages through Turkey. It, it, it rages through Syria and so on. All of the surrounding nations of Israel dedicated, whether spoken or unspoken, to pushing Israel to pushing the Jewish people into the Mediterranean Sea. And, and that's a very, very challenging problem to solve. In fact, it can't, it can't be solved in the natural. Now, why do the Jewish people have a right to the land? This is really an important question because when we talk about peace, we need to understand how serious the conflict is, number one. But secondly, we need to understand the foundation for peace. What is the foundation for peace? And the foundation for peace is aligning with this book. It's aligning with God's plan, with God's purpose, with God's decree. And in Genesis 17, verse 7, let's look at it together. He says, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant. Let me say that again, everlasting covenant. How long is everlasting? Forever. It's forever in order to be your God and your seed's God after you. Look at verse 8 now. I will give to you and to your seed after you the land where you are an outsider, the whole land of Canaan as an everlasting possession. How long is everlasting? Forever, an everlasting forever possession, and I will be their God. This is foundational for a true peace. Understanding the land grant between God and the children of Abraham, that the land known today as Israel would be an everlasting possession. And just to be very clear, Exodus 6, 8. And I will bring you to the land that I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. 
So the promise of the land is an everlasting, everybody say everlasting, say it at home, everlasting possession. I will give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not Ishmael. It has nothing to do with God's love. It has to do with God's sovereignty. God can do what he wants, when he wants. He doesn't have to ask any of us permission. And he said, this will be an everlasting possession. Why? Look at what it says, because I am the Lord. I am the Lord. This is God's decree. This is God's decision. And we have a choice to turn the word of God into origami or to align with God's word, which gives the children of Abraham through Isaac and Jacob an eternal right to the land that is known today as Israel. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Call now to get Jonathan Burnett's new book, A Lasting Peace, along with the study guide and a companion DVD. Yours with a gift of only $40 or more. The Middle East conflict is spiritual and the solution is spiritual. This book shows Christians how to align themselves with God's plan and purpose for what's ahead. Israel's at the center stage for the events occurring in the last days, and my new book will prepare you for what God has in store. We'll send it to you as our way of saying thank you for your support of our medical outreaches to Jewish people in developing nations. Now, many of you who support us choose to become monthly partners with us at $30 per month. $30 will pay for the medical care for one person. Let us know if you want to become a monthly partner and you'll receive the same materials we're offering today. And for new monthly partners, I'll personally sign a copy of the book for you. Your help is so very important. Call now to get your copy of the new book by Jonathan Burnus, A Lasting Peace, along with the study guide and a companion DVD yours with a gift today of only $40 or more. It's our way of saying thanks for your important gift to help the work of Jewish Voice Ministries International. Please call right now. Well, welcome back. I've been talking today about Israel and in particular Jerusalem in end time prophecy. It's really, really important that you understand that Israel, both the land and the people, and Jerusalem are the very bullseye of end time prophecy, that this is center stage for the last days. And so if you want to understand why Israel and the Jewish people are relevant as a believer, you need to understand that this is the center of it all, and God wants us to be co-workers with him. He wants us to understand the times, the seasons we live in because he wants to use us. We don't want to be sidelined. This isn't a spectator sport. We're here for a purpose. And as I shared before, we are living in the greatest days of history, the culmination of all things. You know, I love what it says in Acts that Jesus has been waiting in the heavenlies, held in the heavenlies for the restoration of all things and then he comes back we are in the midst of the restoration of all things and we get to be part of it Amen. folks this is a divine invitation to be used by God because we're the ones that have the message of hope the message of life and people as the world 
grows in turmoil as the earth shakes. And it says that in the last days, the earth will be shaken. And anything that can be removed will be removed, right? Anything that's not rooted or anyone that's not rooted and grounded will be shaken. And in the midst of this sh shaking, we're the ones that are rooted. We're the ones that have the, tr the, the way, the truth, and the life. We're the ones that have the way to hope to security. And that word will become more and more significant and people will be willing to listen, I think, more and more as these shakings continue. So we need to be aware of God's plan because we're part of that plan. In Israel, Jerusalem, the people of Israel are their center of that plan. You cannot understand end time prophecy without understanding the role that Israel and Jerusalem play in that plan. You just can't. You, you have to cut scripture after scripture out of your Bible. Now, I shared earlier that the conflict is age old. It goes back to Ishmael and Isaac. It's a family feud, but the only way that that can be resolved, the only way that there can be peace and this is part of, of, of the way that we're supposed to align as believers is to understand that the Jewish people have a divine right to the land. It's not about the United Nations. It's not about the Belfort Declaration. It's, a, it's not even about who lived there at what time. It's about a divine land grant that God gave to Abraham through Isaac and Jacob. And we have to align with believers. That's why, as believers, that's why we have to stand with Israel. It doesn't mean we agree with every political decision but we understand that God has decreed, I will bless those that bless my people. And so we see the return of the Jewish people back to the land of Israel. The restoration of Israel in 1948 as a nation. The restoration of Jerusalem back into Jewish hands in 1967 as prophetic fulfillments of scripture. And we understand that God is on the move, that God is at work. And I rejoice when I see that, don't you? Aren't you glad? You know, I never knew that before. Israel was irrelevant to me, and I grew up in a Jewish home. But when I saw that the God of Israel lives, and I saw the signs, the clear signs of a restored Israel, a restored Jerusalem, it just, it just changed everything for me. And it will change everything for you as you come into a greater awareness and alignment with God's plan. Now, God is on the move, as I said. What, and I want to show you some of the scriptures that are being fulfilled, the prophecies that are being fulfilled that I think many aren't even paying attention to. So one that I, I absolutely love, and I, I, want, I want to draw your attention to it, is Isaiah chapter 11, beginning in verse 11. In that day, in Hebrew, by Yom Hahu, when I shared on another program, that when you say in that day, or on that day, it's talking about the day before the return of the Messiah, the period right before the Messiah comes, or in our case, returns, because we know that he's already been here and that he's coming back. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand again a second time to reclaiming the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush. Now, Cush is particularly interesting to me. Because Cush, I believe, is today the modern nation of Ethiopia. And we're working as a ministry, Jewish Voices, working in Ethiopia 
to, to minister to the Beta Israel, the house of Israel, Jewish people that have preserved their identity for thousands of years, 130,000 Ethiopians, Beta Israel, house of Israel, now live in Israel. That's Bible prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes. I hope you're getting excited. God is restoring the people of Israel back to their land. It's, it started in the 19th century, the mid-19th century, but it continued through the 20th, and we're seeing it happening still today. Jewish people coming back to their land from the north, east, west, and south, from Babylonia, from Elam, from Hamath, all the places this prophecy speaks of, and ultimately from the islands of the Mediterranean. He's doing it. He will raise up a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. And they'll assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four corners of the earth back to their land. How do I know we're living in the last days? Because I'm watching the exiles of Israel being regathered back to their land. I've watched Jerusalem restored as the capital of the Jewish people. And now America says we agree with that through our president. Awesome. Here's another verse, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 2. And by the way, these are just two of many, many that you'll find as you look through Scripture. I pray that those blinders come off of your eyes so you can see this. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 2. And when you and your children, speaking of the Jewish people, return to the Lord your God and obey Him with all your heart and with all your soul according to everything I command you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you, even if you've been banished to the most distant land under heaven. From there, the Lord will gather you and will bring you back. He will bring you back to the land that belonged to your ancestors and you will take possession of it. Wow. How could... You can't find anything clear. How clear is that? That God says in that day, the day that we live, I'm going to do a miracle. I'm going to bring the scattered tribes of Israel wherever they've been scattered to. And I've met Jews in China. I have met Jews in the mountains of Burma. I have met Jews in the remotest parts of the world. They always ask me, are you Jewish in China? Are you Jewish? <laughs> One of them said to me when I said yes, I said, you don't look Jewish. <laughs> Chinese Jew. I'm telling you, in Kaifeng, China, Jews are going back to Israel now from Manipur and Mizoram, India. Look it up on the map. The uttermost parts of the world. Folks, Bible prophecy is being fulfilled before our very eyes. And this is just one prophecy. I'll regather you back to your land. So the foundation is that the God promised this land as an everlasting possession. And then the second thing is he decreed, although I'll scatter you for disobedience, the day will come when I will bring you back. And the day that it will happen is the period known as the end of days, in those days. And we're living in those days now. Now on to the final question, is peace possible? Is a lasting peace possible? And the answer is yes but it's not possible through any plan of man. No peace accord will work. The plan that will work is not a plan, but a man. 
and he's not an ordinary man. His name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus, and he is the Prince of Peace. And he is the only peace plan that will work. And I'm telling you, when Jews find their Messiah, and Arabs find their Messiah, when Israelis come to faith in their Messiah and their eyes are opened, and Palestinians come to faith in the Messiah of Israel, it's amazing. They start to love Israel. They start to affirm Israel's right to the land because their eyes have been opened to this book and they dwell together in unity. In Hebrew, in English, how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together. There is one way that the children of Ishmael and the children of Isaac can experience peace and unity and love for one another, and it's Yeshua. As more and more Arabs and Jews come to faith in Messiah, there'll be greater and greater unity. And you can play a role in that because you have the words of truth. So be about the Father's business. See the days ahead as the greatest opportunity that the world has ever had, that the church has ever had to be a light, a growing, brighter light in the midst of growing darkness. Call now to get Jonathan Burnett's new book, A Lasting Peace, along with the study guide and a companion DVD. Yours with a gift of only $40 or more. The Middle East conflict is spiritual, and the solution is spiritual. This book shows Christians how to align themselves with God's plan and purpose for what's ahead. Israel's at the center stage for the events occurring in the last days, and my new book will prepare you for what God has in store. We'll send it to you as our way of saying thank you for your support of our medical outreaches to Jewish people in developing nations. Now, many of you who support us choose to become monthly partners with us at $30 per month. $30 will pay for the medical care for one person. Let us know if you wanna become a monthly partner and you'll receive the same materials we're offering today and for new monthly partners, I'll personally sign a copy of the book for you. Your help is so very important. Call now to get your copy of the new book by Jonathan Burnus, A Lasting Peace, along with the study guide and a companion DVD, yours with a gift today of only $40 or more. It's our way of saying thanks for your important gift to help the work of Jewish Voice Ministries International. Please call right now. Well, that does it for today. I want to close the program as I always do by reminding you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, To pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. So this is a way to prosper, by praying for Israel and the Jewish people this week. Hey, I want to stand with you. I know that many of you have a need and you've been praying. I join my faith with yours and I command that job to come forth. I command divine provision to come forth. I speak healing into your life and I speak restoration and victory. Every prayer that you've prayed, Lord, I join my faith with everyone watching. May it come to pass in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, please know God loves you. So do I. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.
Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked. You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five-star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures, such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. 